Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Yudithian race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now we're on the Bestiary 6 races. Christian, this is the last in the Bestiary 6 races and they're concluding it with a Eldritch-like Cthulhu-based Cosmic Horror Race, the Yedithian. This insectile biped has a tapir-like snout and is unmistakably alien in appearance despite its vaguely humanoid shape. Okay, yeah, you can say that all you want, but listen, there's six bestiaries. There's a lot of things that are alien in appearance, even though they're native to this world. So the only other Cthulhu-esque race we have seen is the Deep One Hybrid, which is kind of like humans, but they were mm. infested or partly a uh, deep one and eventually turned into one but for the most part they just look like ugly people the adithian's kind of like yeah. a space bug that's the perfect description of them the sort of in uh you know lovecraftian lore these are very like the i wouldn't call them the archivers but they're they are holders of some great knowledge that that humanoids don't don't really know and humans don't know and they would sometimes sort of talk to them and share that information um when, when, when someone who has encountered so much Eldritch, sort of, I always kind of thought of it as, uh, you've encountered so much Eldritch knowledge and survived, you're worth talking to. We're going we're gonna to help bring you into this. But here they only give them one very small paragraph. The Edithians are an ancient race of scholarly starfarers. Bulls, uh, which is a bestiary for creature, consumed their home planet long ago. The survivors fled to other worlds across the universe. It is rare to find a Edithian less powerful than the wizard above. The wizard above... It's the example build, and it's the first time we've seen this. It's a CR8 example build of a wizard. And that's actually something I was going to ask. Uh, Spacefaring Yudithian seems like, by default, is a pretty powerful person. You're not going to find a level 1 Yudithian just roaming around. Well, if you excuse me for saying so, Christian, I think that's rather narrow thinking. I think you can have all sorts of reasons and examples to have uh, any creature from any sort of society or race that can be powerful or weak and have them be weak. You can be as as, as as traditionally Cthulhu-esque as to have somebody who just simply suffers from amnesia or somebody who uh, is just young and was rejected from the the conclave, the group, early. I think there's a lot of reasons you can find to, to have to play somebody that's level one. I wasn't narrow thinking. I was asking a question, Caleb. Well, Christian, Ooh. I saw an opportunity. <laughs> no, don't start that with me. I saw an opportunity to make fun of you, and I had to take it. I'm sorry. These guys, their noses is slightly bigger than yours. I think you should be happy with that and just move on. But do they get a racial trait for it? Edithians get a plus two to con, plus two to intelligence, and a minus two to wisdom. No flavor text there. They actually spent the majority of this page uh, doing a wizard that was level eight, so they had to take up a lot of space to list their spells and things. Which is unfortunate. I think that's, that's robbing. We're, we're robbing something that I think needs some explanation. So in terms of that stat spread, it's a lovely stat spread for a wizard type caster. Um, in fact, I can't think I can't think of anyone that has a stat spread like this that we've seen before. Uh, plus two intelligence, obviously good for wizards scaling off their spell casting. Everyone would love a plus two con. That just just means more hit points. Uh, minus two wisdom, always not a great thing because of the penalty to will saves. But spell casters, which I think Edithians are going to gravitate toward, tend to have high will saves. I'm upset by it. I think that they, they're building these guys as scholarly. They should have... The negative shouldn't be in wisdom. It should be in a physical score. I'm actually a little upset about that. Not that it's bad because you don't have the minus to your, your ranged and your melee touch attacks now. But still, I feel like you should have that wisdom. So I don't know much about Yudithian lore, Caleb. Would there be any um, precedent for Yudithian being a divine spellcaster worshipping a old one? 
and manifesting their powers because a my student wisdom is kind of restricting them to access to something like a cleric of Cthulhu or something like that. Uh, I've I've pretty much reached already the the the, the height of what I do know. I do know that just in general, people don't worship uh, the elder gods except for fools and crazy people. But you know, as people who are trying to seek knowledge, they might be the ones that would fall into that trap, or maybe. They've learned from their past, and it's like, oh, we, we sought that knowledge before. We saw what it did. Heck no. It's a catch-22. You need to have low wisdom to think it's a good idea to seek knowledge from the Elder <laughs> Ones, but you're a better spellcaster. You have a positive wisdom score. Almost universally, uh, the Elder Ones, the Elder Gods, don't care about their worshippers. They, e- they don't acknowledge them, pretty much. They're as irrelevant to them as everyone else. One, when you're walking down the street and one ant goes, praise Christian, he is my God, <gasps> you you notice him less than all the other ants and you're just as likely to step on him as the rest. No, I'd love that ant. He'd be my bro for life. Are no, you but kidding you don't, me? Christian, you understand the analogy. He's an ant. You can't even understand his little ant speech. It's so below you. He drew a picture of me. He's not that smart. He can't communicate with you, Christian. That's, that's, how, that's how different Cthulhu is from a human. I'd know. Don't worry, little Ann. Don't listen to Caleb. You're listening. I'll recognize him in a crowd. For their typing, Yudithians are just aberrations. So being an aberration, we haven't seen an aberration race yet. Being an aberration confers exactly one thing that's useful. Uh, it confers dark vision 60 feet. Um, but an aberration is simply something that has bizarre anatomy, strange abilities, an alien mindset, or any combination of the three. The Yudithian is going to have what looks like all three of them at once. Mm-hmm. Definitely. They do need to breathe, eat, and sleep, though. They're medium creatures and have a slow move speed of 20 feet. Why haven't we seen that yet, outside of dwarves? Because everyone hates slow move speed. You're right, and I agree. <laughs> I say it's like an underutilized thing. I can imagine having a bigger, slower race, but we don't. I, we haven't seen that yet. I, I find it interesting that this is the first time that we have ever seen a 20-foot move speed medium creature. We've co- we've covered so many races, I'm afraid to say a first time you're for right, You're right, you're right. No, I'm, I'm wrong, because Oreads are another one. Or reeds uh-huh. and dwarves, but Ores and dwarves are kind of related anyway. Um, I, I just, I'm just surprised we don't see it more often. Yudithians hmm. begin play speaking Yudithian. Amazing. If they have a high intelligence score, they can choose any language as a bonus language. And this doesn't explicitly say they can't take secret languages. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting? I, I'm thinking that these guys, these little these little bug guys, are going to be the race that can finally take Flail Snail. <laughs> or Druidic, but you know Flail Snail is available. Uh, to speak to that snail that wants to worship you. That's right. Uh, these guys, this might be a result of running out of page space. They're just like, people know what we mean when we say you can't take, you can take any language. It always means you can't take secret languages. Nope. <laughs> uh, but I kind of, I, I kind of lean to the idea that they on purpose left that available. These guys, they, they're called the scholarly starfarers. These guys are people studying so much. These, these, these archivists, I feel like they would be the ones of everyone to be able to learn any language and, and sort of write it down. <laughs> Rules is written. I can do whatever I want, and Paizo can't stop me until they release an errata. That's correct. They have dark vision, 60 feet. Yudithians have cold resistance 5 and the no breath ability. So cold resistance 5, obvious. No breath is exactly what it sounds like. It means they do not have to breathe. They are not subject to suffocating for being underwater. They don't have to inhale poisons, things like that. I like I like the cold resistance five. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna save you from the the cold, icy depths of space, but if they're starfarers, they should be able to resist some of that cold. They have 
two claws that deal 1d4 points of damage each. They sort of have like the Protoss hands where they have... Oh, I love this idea. They got two two like long fingers, almost like middle fingers, and then a thumb on each side. And sort of having the two thumbs, I think, is a game changer when it comes to developing a society. I mean, Yadithians are rugose, which is a word I've never seen before, but apparently it means they're wrinkly. Oh. Or corrugated. Uh, but this just confers a plus one natural armor bonus to them. They have Cosmic Mind. A Yadithian gains a plus two racial bonus on knowledge and spellcraft checks. A Yudithian spellcaster who would store spells in a spellbook or familiar instead stores those spells in its mind, but must expend these normal resources, but must expend the normal resources to learn new spells. That's really, really cool. I love that. So it just says plus two racial bonus on knowledge checks. Um, I'm assuming mm-hmm. it means all knowledge checks, which yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Boy, I love, I love that second part though, not having to have a magic book. That's really cool. It's like, listen, I spent my whole life learning things down. Do you really think I need to write it down on paper? Ha! Ah! Listen, we move beyond murdering trees. Thank you very much. Oh, and by the way, it is murder. They are sentient. We figured that out about 300 years ago. <laughs> Yadithians are long-lived. They live for thousands of years. They gain no benefit or penalty from aging and are immune to magical aging effects. So this would officially make them the longest living race that you can play, I think. Take that, elves. You're not so high and mighty now, are you? You're, you're a bug boy now. <laughs> well, that's the Yudithian. And I gotta say, when I first heard there's gonna be a, a, a Lovecraftian-type race in the bestiary, this wasn't what I expected. This certainly is a race that has been talked about in that sort of genre, uh, but I sort of thought, like, the mind flail, I think anyone's familiar with D&D would think about that, but sort of like, I kind of have a tentacle face, I look sort of Cthulhu-esque, sort of like uh, Davy Jones in, the, in those Pirates movies. I mean, the dude got a big schnooter. They do have a big schnoz. Uh, schnooter is an interesting word, Christian, and you shouldn't have told me that because now I have fuel for making fun of you in the future. <laughs> you no longer have a nose. I'm now referring to you as your schnooter. No, no, wait, that could, I think maybe not. I think maybe this opens up some retaliation I don't want to be a part of. I like this sort of art on their clothing here in the in, in the artist depiction here. Sort of like decided to do an alien-like thing, which is always a hard thing to do because you're a human drawing things. But they did a good job with their design. I like how he's got like the scrawniest arms, but like a jacked six-pack. How he like skipped everything. It is true. He skipped everything but core day, <laughs> which I don't know how you do that. I'm still in the, the Kasatha, still my alien race that I like the most. Sorry. These, arm, these arms just aren't defined enough. I'm sorry. Yadithians are interesting. I, I'm trying to think about like them from a balanced perspective. Uh, I can't think of a lot of reasons outside of story reasons I wouldn't want someone to play Yadithian. They seem mm-hmm. relatively well balanced. I agree. Not too much there to make you go, oh, well, just make sure you don't do this. I mean, really, how many times have you messed with your wizard by doing something with their spellbook? Really? You know what I mean? And maybe they still have to spend all the resources to quote-unquote copy spells it said it there they still have to expend their normal resources to learn new spells so you're not taking advantage of it that way it's just a really cool sort of you know role-playing thing i like it a lot uh but the visual i'm not interested in and i'm not super interested in the sort of lore behind them uh as much as i love lovecraftian these guys were never something i was super interested in uh so i'm actually not a huge fan I mean, they're just okay. And I think if this is interesting to you, I think they did a good job representing them. And I wish they had a little more space to write out a little bit more of their lore. But if you want to play the race with the biggest nose, they, they are second to none. That's right. <laughs> 
Well, Christian, that is the last of the Bestiary 6 races, and thus the last of the currently published races at the time of this recording. So I want to talk to you guys about the future of this series. Of course, you race, want to talk to me. Uh, it's okay. It's, well, I have to. Every, Christian, every week I have to talk to you. Can I get a break for once? Is that okay? Rougarou. <laughs> so the race overview series will actually continue. The first thing we're going to be doing is we're having two sort of special episodes. One is going to talk to you about how to have monsters as PCs, which are about the rules about it and, and sort of our thoughts on it. And then we're going to do an episode where we talk about what races we'd like to see next, sort of a PC race wish list, if you will. And in the future, as more races come out, we will continue this series. So when Beast Jerry 7 comes out, if it's anything like the rest of the Beast Jerry's, there'll be more player races and we'll go over them. And if ever comes out, which I think they sort of talked about how they're not going to do. I think at some point they said there's really no no interest currently into them doing it. If they do come out with a sort of advanced race guide too, we'll talk about it. There are times when in Adventure Paths or in Player Companions, new races might be introduced. But we have, as of yet, not really covered anything that's outside of our hardcover. So we won't really be doing them. Far, far in the future, we may decide to cover them. Or maybe once in a while we'll cover uh, one sort of misplaced out of a, out of the hole just because we were very interested in one thing. Uh, but we most likely won't be doing that, so don't expect that. But you'll definitely get ready for any sort of new hardcover stuff that comes out we want to continue covering in the race overview. So next, expect the how to do monsters as PCs. And I'm actually really, really looking forward to, from like the start, I've been looking forward to the PC race wish list. And even beyond that, if you want a little bit more, when we do our episode, uh, we're going to be doing some episodes on some homebrew content we've done. We'll talk about any races we've made. And you can finally get in that sweet Necogen action. Thank you all for listening. Please, we want you part of this conversation. Send us, what's your favorite race? Maybe some stories about interesting things that happen when you played a race that was sort of off-kilter. Uh, your thoughts on some of these bestiary races. Please talk to us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and you're going to listen to my good friend, Johan, at the end of this episode is going to tell you all about how to get into contact with us. Thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just getting ready to carve the turkey and enjoy ourselves a nice Thanksgiving dinner. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can find Trailblazers on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, get yourself a slice of turkey, pass the mashed potatoes, grab some dice, and join us. You know what, Christian? This year, I'm thankful for you. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful that this ad is finally over. Yeah, everyone else probably is too. Hey Danny, do you want to play some D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. My parrot's going to have open heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's going to be super boring. Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through.
But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. TalesfromTheLich.com